Today on Home Care Heroes, we have Valerie Van Boeven. She's one of the top experts in digital marketing for home care agencies. Enjoy. Welcome to the Home Care Heroes podcast, featuring trending topics and practical wisdom for success in home care. Here's your host, Ken Accardi. Well, hi, and welcome to Home Care Heroes. I have a fantastic guest today. Her name is Valerie Van Boeven. I have been in the industry now for seven years, and I've been looking at wonderful content about internet marketing from Valerie all this time. Her company used to be called LTC Long-Term Care Expert Publications, but now they've rebranded, and it's called the Approved Senior Network. And interestingly, Valerie didn't go to geek school to be an internet person. She actually is a registered nurse and she has a bachelor of science in nursing, but she's brought all that passion and her understanding of care and of the home care industry to her job. And I'm really excited to have you today. Uh, Welcome to the program there, Miss Valerie. Thank you so much for the interview. I appreciate it. It's exciting to be up on your site with all those other famous names. I love it. (laughs) So let's jump into what you are excited about. And you really focus on the online marketing aspect of businesses. And I know that a lot of home care is about getting out in the community and really having a face in the community and things like that. But let's just start with the basics of what should our website look like? Every once in a while, I look at one of our customers and their website looks like Cousin Billy made it in 1998. And it just kind of looks that way. I mean, what's, what's your thought on that? Oh, I have so many thoughts <laughs> on that. Okay, so there's some interesting things I think that we all need to remember. And one of those is that just like your house is going to need to have some painting done every few years, or maybe a new floor or a new roof every 20 years or whatever it is, your website needs to be updated And it's not just the look and feel of the website that needs to be updated, but it's also that behind the scenes stuff that you don't see. So if you do have a website that's five years old or older, and we do run into that quite a bit, (laughs) it it needs a facelift, but it also needs a platform lift. So that means that It needs to be refreshed from the back end side of it. And if you take a look at any of the really big players in the market, the visiting angels and the home insteads and that, you will notice that uh, whether you like their website or not, they change their website every few years. And it's not because they want to spend the money to change their websites, because if they're using any platform out there, you know, software, our coding, Google, everything changes almost every six months. There's a lot of changes that go on behind the scenes that most of us don't ever see. So if you're using outdated platforms and outdated software and outdated stuff to make your website roll, it's going to lose its effectiveness. And if if I were to look at a Pinto from 1979 versus... It doesn't have to be a Cadillac Escalade, but maybe versus a 2021 Ford Fusion, I'm trying to keep it on the, you know, easier to afford. I would probably rather go with the Ford Fusion if I had a choice. So it's really important that you update your website every few years. Can't be ignored or you're just going to lose any rank that you already had. So there is so much to say on this. I know that everybody that focuses on their websites and trying to improve them. They're always trying to figure out 
what is Google's secret formula for who's going to be on the first page? And I will tell you that one of the things that's on their formula is that the site has to change, right? If somebody has hired a web designer and nothing changes, then Google says, oh, this is, you know, maybe it was a news article or something like that. It doesn't recognize that it's growing and evolving. So that's another aspect as well. Let's get into something I know you're very passionate about, which is that even though it's an online digital presence, it's really all about the people and the human side of that person and that agency. And I know that that's something that you really work on with your customers to make sure that they get that right. What are a couple ideas that you could share there? Okay, so I'm a firm believer that the human element, especially in this market, is really important. So we have a lot of folks who will have their websites developed and on the About Us page, and you can go to a lot of websites and see this, especially big corporations, it doesn't really say anything about us, me. It says says a whole lot of things about our mission, our vision, our values, eh, things like that. And okay, everybody should have a good mission, vision, and values, and I totally get that. But I want to know who, where does the buck stop here? Who is it? Who is it? Where does the buck stop? (laughs) I want to know if Valerie is the owner of the company, I want to see her face. I want to see her face or her husband or I don't know. You don't have to put your whole family on there. And I get it. Some people are very private, but here's the deal. This is a trust issue. This is um, an emotionally, financial and physically overwhelming time for these families. They are in crisis. And if they can go to your website, they're sitting at the bedside in the hospital. They know you're going to be, they, grandma's going to be, or mom's going to be discharged tomorrow. And they have a list of home care agencies they got to roll through. And you can bet they're on their phones rolling through websites and seeing, okay, who are they? Where are they located? Is this the one we're going to pick? Who do I call? So if they can read a little bit about you and see that you're family owned and operated, even if you're a franchise, you're still family owned and operated or whatever you want to say, you're a locally owned business and tell them about you and why you got into this business in the first place. Was it because your grandma needed care and you really wanted to do something special or different based on your experience there? Whatever it was, we all have a story of why we got into the caring business. So tell that story. And if it's not you as the owner, maybe it's your marketer. Maybe it's your office manager that's been with you for 20 years. Whoever it is, make sure you're putting a human face on that website. Be human online because people are more apt to make a phone call or to talk to someone who at least they have a name and they understand who those people are that own that business. I really feel that's important. Excellent. There's a lot of stories. I I really think that storytelling is very powerful and just a few little anecdotes about myself. So I drive sometimes and I love to listen to podcasts like, like the one that you're seeing here. One that there's two that I really like. One is called the Moth Radio Hour. And this is sort of a a movement, I'd say, where people just tell their personal stories and they're so engaging and they get coaches and they help them. And another one, this is going to sound crazy, but it's called Freakonomics Radio. And there's uh, these guys who wrote this book called Freakonomics that really tried to look at the boringest things you could think of, like statistics, and really tell stories with it. It was a very engaging book. And they'll do a, a podcast on something like, 
you know, what happens when you bring rent control in cities? And they'll, they'll look at both sides of the argument. It's really, really engaging. So storytelling is a big thing. Next story I want to tell is about my favorite aunt, my Aunt Myrna, my mom's sister. She unfortunately passed a few years ago. But she was looking, like you said, at who should Aunt Myrna get care from and brought in these different agencies. And it turns out that the agency she chose, the owner came in and they shared stories about, oh, when you used to live here on Bell Boulevard, I lived there on Bell Boulevard in Queens. And oh, yeah, you know that place, the cake box where you can get you know these and, and that. And instantly, Aunt Myrna's like, this is my agency. It had nothing to do with anything except for the fact that that personal touch and that that owner had that life experience, that neighborhood experience. And then my last story, and I realize I'm rattling off stories here, is I, through my university professorship, I had a great opportunity last week. I met with this amazing woman who is running this company that's putting electronic health records in Africa, in Ghana in particular. And she has plans to bring electronic health records to all of Western Africa and then Indonesia and India. We went around and introduced ourselves and she had, you know, researched who was in the meeting and I introduced myself. I said, well, you know, I actually, as a child, I couldn't walk until I was 14 years old. And I ended up having a lot of time in the hospital and a bunch of surgeries. And that really made me very passionate about healthcare. And that's why I've made my career in healthcare. And she actually, a little bit later in the meeting, she says, why doesn't it say that on your website? I looked at your website and it, it doesn't say that. So I think that I will make sure to heed Valerie's advice right here and do that. Earlier today, you actually did a live Facebook event with your followers, your Facebook group. And one thing we ended up talking about was this idea of having long form content. And that's like a fancy buzzword, but could you explain to us what long form content is and, and why that's something that agencies might want to think about? Yeah, absolutely. And I want to also kind of go back and talk about your story a little bit or about stories in general. And just to add to that, in these podcasts or netcasts that I do, I don't put this on my website out of respect for my father, but I do talk about my dad a lot. And my dad was in a nursing home for a couple of years and he does have vascular dementia and he's doing really well. But there was a time when he wasn't doing really well, and he was in a nursing home for about two, two or three years. They turned him around medication-wise, and he is now, and because of COVID, mainly, um, his wife pulled him out of the nursing home, and he is living safely with his wife now near us, and they are doing okay. I'm not saying that every day is easy piece of cake, but he, because his medications are correct and well-regulated, He's doing much better, reads books every day, voracious reader, he still has issues with little things, but it is worth telling your story and people understanding that you have a point of reference for whatever it is they might be going through. So I use my dad a lot in my stories, but let's talk about long form content. I'll <laughs> get back to the real topic here. Long form content. So if you take a look at your website and you look at your your page that you have on your website about physical therapy or about companion care or about homemaker services or 24-hour care or whatever it is, live-in care. If you look at that page, and sometimes people have a website where all their services are listed on one page and that's it. And sometimes we have all these little pages with a paragraph of content that describes companion care or whatever it is. And that's because 
you're not a writer, right? You're a home care agency owner and you didn't get into the business to write 500 paragraphs about companion care. And how do you even do that? But it is important. And it's important to understand that if you want to have a chance to compete with the big boys, you have to do what the big boys do. And if you look at Visiting Angels and if you look at Right at Home and if you look at all the other folks home instead and you look at the pages, you have to also keep in mind that these folks that are franchisors have enormous websites. So you're competing on a lot of different levels. But if you look at, if you type in dementia home care or companion care at home or something like that, like think in terms of what a lay person would type in, type that into a search engine browser, Google and see what comes up and see who's first and look at what that page says. And when you look at what that page says uh, on their website, you get some clues as to why they're first on the first page of Google for those terms in your local area. It's because they have written the content out. It's more than a paragraph. It's more than three sentences. It's probably, you know, a nice long page. So What we started doing for our clients, um, we call this sort of enhanced SEO, but what we do for them is we write those pages and we write them so they have a chance to compete with the big boys. The pages that we put on someone's website aren't just a paragraph of text. They are a full page with images that are search engine optimized with content that answers all the frequently asked questions about that specific topic. And there's a lot of ways we go about getting it. And then we also have professional writers who put that together using keyword phrases that we ask them to use, how many times we, we, and the variations of those keywords phrases within that content. It is a complicated piece of material. But once it goes on your website, Google says, oh, that's what you're all about. And so... It's a really nice um, way to help get you ranked, but you do need to have long form content. Short form content is not going to get it anymore. Well, thank you for explaining that. I feel like I dived us way into the deep end on that one. (laughs) And I want to go back to something a little bit more basic. We had a guest a few weeks ago and his concept was that a lot of agencies, you make a nice site and you work on this SEO, which Valerie mentioned, which is search engine optimization. So you're really trying to have Google find you and things like that. And then people get to your site and they have in his contention, eight seconds to make a decision. Am I going to do something here or not? And, and some of the you know basic blocking and tackling ideas he said were make sure your phone number is really big and they can see it and make sure there's a contact form. And then a the third one, we got a little deeper into that was make sure that your caregiver Con- that you know, you could have caregivers contact you as well, and don't ask them a thousand questions. They're not going to fill them out. No. And and then you know his little niche is he actually is talking about having live chat on the website. But what are your thoughts on when you know when somebody gets to your website? What are some things that should really engage them right away? Yeah. If you uh, there's a book that was written in I don't know I want to say 2012 ish, so it seems a little outdated now. But it was a book written for web developers called Don't Make Me Think. You can get it on Amazon. And when someone comes to your website, and remember, we have these folks that are overwhelmed. They're in a crisis, perhaps. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know the answers to all these questions. Don't make me think. 
Make sure the phone number for your company <laughs> needs to be at the top of the website, but not just on desktop. Make sure you look at your website on your phone. If you can't see your phone number the second that your website loads on your phone, then there's a problem. They will not scroll very far. And if they can't figure out how to contact you, if you're relying on a contact us page to get them to you, it's going to fail. So make sure your phone number first and foremost and make it clickable because they're going to, if they're on a cell phone, they're going to just click on it and it should just dial your phone number. And that's an easy thing to do these days. So yes, phone number is important. Yes, contact forms are important. Yes, if you're, if all of us are having hiring issues, you know, as far as caregivers, and it's really bad in some places, just use, we call it a caregiver screening form. Just use that form on your careers page or whatever you call it to screen the person. You know, if you ever have put a job on Indeed or Facebook, they just want you to ask a few key questions. We call them deal breakers. Do the same thing on your website. Do not put a long form application that asks for their birth date and social security number and all kinds of other personal information on your website. Make sure because it's probably not on a HIPAA compliant server. Um, Unless you're using a third party application that you know is HIPAA compliant, it's really important that you keep those questions simple. All you really care about at this point is knowing if they qualify to work for you or not. Then you can take it to the next step. And yes, we do. We put chat on every single website that we do. And yes, I think that is important to have chat. There are a million chat companies that you can go with and we just include it in ours. But yes, I think if you can put a little chat button there and let people talk to you and it's if you can't man the chat 24 hours a day, that's okay. You can have a what's called a text to chat. So In other words, they fill out the little form and the text is sent to somebody on your team and they know to go in and respond to that person. So there are ways around having someone have to keep their eyeballs on it 24-7. But all those little things that you do to make it easy for them to communicate with you are super important. Yes. Okay, excellent. I think we've covered an amazing amount of ground here. So we talked about the importance of online marketing, but don't just make it digital geek stuff. It has to really tell your story and be compelling. Mm-hmm. We we dug into one of the cool tricks that Google likes, which is longer form content. Mm-hmm. We talked about the need for having an updated look and feel all the time, professional look and quality. And then we talked about keeping it simple for both clients and caregivers to visit your website to get in contact with you. And what we never did, which we kind of say for the end, is we offered all this great free advice, but we never really told people what you do, Valerie. So tell people what you do and then how they could get in touch with you if they'd like some help with those things. All right. So the website address, first of all, is asnmarketingplan.com. So approved senior network, asnmarketingplan.com. And what we do is we have done for 13 years, our team has been together. And what we do is we create websites, but that's not really what everybody comes to us for. We do beautiful websites that are amazingly fast, which is another thing that's important these days and search engine optimized. However, Some people come to us and they already have a website. They don't need a website. So we do content, social media. We do recruiting programs. We do Google ads if you want them. We do Google My Business Enhanced Marketing, which means taking that Google My Business stuff and making it better. So Google loves you more. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's just, 
there's five or six programs that we do. We have a review program that's sort of like um, bird eye or bird something, whatever. There's a bunch of them out there. Ours is really easy and cheap. And it's the same thing. <laughs> so we have a lot of different programs, but you can see them all on our website. And we've been doing this a really long time. And we only work with senior care companies. We do not work with roofers and plumbers and lawyers. We are senior care 100%. 90% of our clients are in the home care or home health care business. We understand the rules, regulations, and the laws. And we're happy to help. All right. So let me just recap that. So the company is called Approved Senior Network. The website is asnmarketingplan.com. And as Valerie explained, it's all about that whole digital marketing piece, whether it be enhancing your website, enhancing the content, social media, all those different aspects. And that's fantastic. I will also make sure that in the notes that go with this podcast that we put up a link to the book, Don't Make Me Think. Sounds yep. like it's an oldie, but a goodie. It is. And that everybody could learn from that one. And with that, we'll say uh, thank you and goodbye. And uh, thank you, Miss Valerie Van Boomen, for being with us today on Home Care Heroes. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us today on the Home Care Heroes podcast. Home Care Heroes is produced by Ancoda, the software for the heroes of home care. You can listen to back episodes by visiting forhomecareheroes.com. That's the number four, then the words homecareheroes.com.